Hello everybody, I'm Kenneth Copeland and today we're going to be continuing our teaching that we did in a, in a minister's conference at Faith Tabernacle in Canaanland, Nigeria. And Father, we thank you for this broadcast today and we praise you and we worship you. Oh, Father, so many wonderful things happened there and are continuing to happen there and, and things that have just, just changed my whole life and I, I'm so filled with joy and thanksgiving for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now get your Bible, open it up to the 91st Psalm. This is a love story between a man of faith, his Savior Jesus, and his loving Father. You need to learn how to apply this and commit it to your own prayer life. Turn with me, please. To Psalm 91. Psalm 91. <laughs> the 91st Psalm is a love story between a man of faith and his Savior, Jesus, and his loving Father. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now here is the man of faith. In this case, I will represent the man of faith. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. I have spoken my faith. Jesus said, you have what you say in Mark 11, 23 and 24. As a man of faith, I have spoken. That's the last thing I'm going to say in this entire story. The next phrase is spoken by my Lord and Savior Jesus. Kenneth, surely he, the Lord, shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestilence. The noisome pestilence is the trap of disease. Sickness and disease is a trap laid by Satan. And people get into that trap and that sickness and that disease robs a mother from her children, steals her children and grieves her in her life. 
that problem of sickness and disease will steal a loving husband from his family and cause him to die young. It is a satanic trap. But Jesus was made a curse for us to break that trap over our lives and bring health and divine prosperity. Hallelujah. Kenneth, surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover you, son, with his feathers and under his wings shall you trust. His truth, His Word shall be your shield and buckler, the mighty, uh, mighty armor of the Spirit. Now listen to this. Remember what we read? Perfected love casteth out fear. Say it, I will never be afraid again. My father loves me. <laughs> Thou, Kenneth, you shall not be afraid for the terror. You don't have to be afraid of terrorists. You don't have to be afraid of those that would attack your household. No, your household is covered by angelic power. Hallelujah. You'll not be afraid for the arrow that flieth by day. You'll not be afraid of missiles and bombs. Amen. Amen. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness nor for destruction that wasteth at noonday. Wasteth, destroys, devastation, plague, stroke, the mark of leprosy. My, my, my. And listen to this. Kenneth, <laughs> a thousand shall fall at your side, son, and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Now listen to this. Only with thine eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Now listen, to listen, listen. You know what he just said? It's like a bad movie. <laughs> it, it looks like to you and to me, we're in the secret place. It looks like to you and me, they can't find us. The devil can't find you. You're in a secret place. The secret place of the Most High is the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now listen, he said, Now Kenneth, because you have made the Lord 
Now remember, this is Jesus speaking. Because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, your habitation. There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. Here's what I told you a moment ago. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of your ways. Hebrews chapter 1 right quick. Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 13, to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Listen, are they not angels? Angels, angels. Are they not all sent forth are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be the heirs of salvation? Jesus said, every child has an angel. This is still true. You didn't lose your angel just because you grew up. But until you're born again, that angel is extremely limited because of the things that you and I did and said before we got saved. But nevertheless, you have an angel that's doing everything he possibly can to keep you protected long enough to get you saved. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Say, I have an angel. He works for me. And he works, for, he works to minister for me. Well, Brother Copeland, I thought he worked for Jesus. Well, yes, but Jesus assigned him to you. You can speak with him. Ministering spirits, go. He will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They, your angels, shall bear you up in their hands lest you dash your foot against a stone, Kenneth. Every time when we got into the ministry's airplane to fly to this conference, before I ever started the first engine, we bow our heads and we pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we plead the blood over this airplane. 
for protection against every evil spirit, every evil person, every evil thing, every wicked plan of the devil is bound and stopped and thwarted. Ministering spirits, angels of God, lift us up lest we dash our foot against a stone or a mountain. <laughs> Keep us in all of our ways according to the 91st Psalm. And Father, bless our partners in this ministry beyond measure. Hallelujah. They're the ones that are sowing into the ministry. They're the ones that, that are bringing these things to pass at, at God's command. And we're a team together. Our partners, God, and these angels. Can you see it? Shout amen if you can. <laughs> Kenneth. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon shall you trample under your feet. Ah, but verse 14. All of that, I spoke one statement of faith. Jesus began speaking to me in verse 3. And he has spoken all the way up through verse 13. But now, my loving Father, my dear Abba, for we have not received again the spirit of fear to bondage, but we have received adoption whereby we cry, Abba, my loving Father. My father says, Jesus, because Kenneth has set his love on me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. If you look that up, the word set on high literally means so high he's beyond capture. <laughs> you so high up in that secret place that devil don't know where you are. You so high he can't get your hands on you. Glory to God. And because Kenneth has known my name, He's known my authority. He knows my name. He knows I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the God that heals him. He knows that I am the God, his righteousness. He knows that I am the God, his provider. Hallelujah. He knows I am El Shaddai. I am the God that's more than enough. See, his name is not just God. Someone said, 
Well, healing has passed away. God doesn't heal anymore. Well, then he would have to change his name. His name is God the healer. Amen. Say it, I'm healed right now. No, say it like you mean it. I'm healed right now. <laughs> Kenneth will call upon me. I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him and with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Don't you love it? That's a love story. It's the soldier's song. I have a very, very close friend, colonel in the United States Army Special Forces, and uh, he went to Iraq. I laid hands on him right before he was deployed. Gloria and I did. Stood on some of these scriptures with him. He said, Kenneth, I'm taking over a unit that is the highest casualty rate, the highest killed in action rate of any group in the area in which I have been assigned. I said, Colonel, you have your men memorize this 91st Psalm and treat it just like you do the orders of the day. Now, in the American military, it's been, well, been a long time since I was in the Army. I was in the Army in 1957. That's a long time ago, baby. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And if anybody, when you're in basic training, anybody walks up to you, I don't care who they are, General Order Number 5, you better quote it. General Order Number 2, you better quote it. You better be able to quote it forward and backward. If you can't, you're in trouble. I said, now, do that with the 91st Psalm. Cause your men to memorize it, and you walk up to one of them, and you say, verse 8. And he'll say, only with my eyes I see the reward of the wicked, sir. So every man in his company, every man in his entire command, because he wasn't just a company commander, but everyone in his command had to memorize the 91st Psalm. I said, now at the end of your tour, 
So he was gone two years. I got a call one night. Gloria and I are in bed, sound asleep, and I get a call at 2 o'clock in the morning. I picked it up. It's Colonel Kirby. Brother Copeland, wake up! <laughs> I said, I'm awake, Colonel. What is it? He said, I just got back to the United States and I want to report to you not one man wounded, not one man killed in the entire two years. Now, he called me then, several months later. He said, Kenneth, since I'm gone, I... Uh, now, they're not having as many casualties as they used to, but he said they've gone back to having people injured and killed again. Why is that? I said, Colonel, that's, that's very simple. Some of the men have continued on with the 91st Psalm. Others of them just quit because you're not there to make them do it. And the ones that quit, Satan moved back in Amen. So praise God. Verse 13, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. <laughs> Hallelujah. Learn it. Memorize it. It's a love story from God to you. Hallelujah. His love is so real. It is so big. It is the greatest and grandest thing in all of the universe. For God is love and love is God. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.